Welcome to It Came From A Podcast. It is June 20th, 2015, and today we have our first roundtable, and it is about Game of Thrones. Once again, you're listening to It Came From A Podcast. Where we curate pop culture for your energy. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm Sergio A.M. And I'm Ricky Kasman. And we have four other guests with us today, including our wives. It's a very small room, but uh, I guess we should go around the room and introduce ourselves. Yeah. I'm Allie. That's Allie. <laughs> my name is Aaron. Hi, Aaron. <laughs> this is my fake radio voice. Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> uh, I'm Sean. And I'm Kate. That's you know, our, I'm Sergio. You're Sergio again. That's <laughs> our, Sergio. We're back around the circle. It's our round table. And yeah, it, well, it's not a round table, though. It's a rectangular table. Exactly, yeah. And we've all been drinking mimosas. All right, so today we're talking Game of Thrones, because, of course, something really big happened in Season 5. Something big, a lot of big things happened in Season 5. Huge spoiler warning, because we're about to get into, like, everything. Yeah, and as a disclaimer... I watched all five seasons. I had to in for this day. episode. In a day. In a no, in a week. In a day. I don't think it's even somehow <laughs> physically possible to do that. Um, but yeah, I I watched all five seasons this week. How was your How was your viewing experience? I don't know anyone's name. You know, there's blonde people. There's a few blonde people. Okay. And um, that's you know, there's a lot of death. Is what I found. Yeah. Out. Speaking of death, so huge spoiler warning, but Jon Snow. His watch has ended. Maybe, maybe not. We, uh, in the season finale, huge, huge thing at the end. We see Jon Snow getting, uh, backstabbed by a lot of his brothers from the Night's Watch. So, wanted to get everybody's thoughts on whether or not you think he's dead. Is he, is he alive? Is he coming back? What do you guys think? Technically, it was front-stabbing. There you go, front-stabbing. <laughs> he's definitely gonna come back. Yeah. For sure. Th- there is no way this guy stays dead. Yeah. The thing is, like, he's, like, the one hope you have in the show at this season, like, at this point. And I was like, oh, they're not going to kill him. They're going to kill the little dude. I he's the one hope. But he's the one he much beloved. You know? I think, yeah. Well, yeah, he's the one I was holding on to. Uh, for me, it was Stannis, the one true king. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. He had the right to be king, and everyone just tried to get in his way. They're wrong for it, and I'm I'm sad to see him go. Is he gone though? Probably. He's gone. Yeah, I think he's gone. I too. hope he's gone. That was a not my favorite part of the story. So you you've read the books, Aaron? Don't I've you? read the books. Yes. Stannis is still alive and kicking in the books. Stannis right? is still alive and kicking. He's sieging Winterfell, and uh, yeah, so he's gonna win, and he's gonna take the whole thing. He's gonna take the crown. He's gonna take the crown. He's gonna win the, Game of, win the Game of Thrones. <laughs> the Game of Thrones. Um, I personally. I think John will come back. I hope he stays dead, though. Not because I hate him, because I love Jon Snow. He's probably my second favorite character after Arya. His gray hair. Right. But mm-hmm. I um I, I don't want it to take away from his death. I think, you know, you have this super popular character who everybody's rooting for, and then they kill him off, or supposedly kill him off, and it really shows you that, you know, this this crazy world of Westeros, anything can happen. So do I think he'll come back? Yes. I necessarily don't want him to for, ter- for, for sake of the story. Sean, is he coming back? I think he's coming back. How? We got the perfect setting for it. So we have 
uh, red-haired chick, terrible with names. Melisandre. Melisandre. She's yeah. back. She's in the keep. And she's kind of sad that Stannis uh, is potentially dead. So I think she's going to want to do some voodoo on Jon Snow. On Jon Snow. From what I gathered from what I read on the internet is that in the book, there's no more There's no more um, conversation at all. There's no chapters on Jon Snow. They don't talk about him uh, after he's died. They don't talk about anything. It just kind of ends there. And that's what gives everybody the illusion that if they haven't talked about it, they left it at the end of the show that, that he's gone, that there's more of a chance that they'll bring him back. Um, they alluded to him possibly being the actual person who's, um, what, what's her name? Uh, the red, um... Uh-huh. Yeah, her. <laughs> that she... Nobody remembers Melisandre's yeah, name. Yeah, well, they call her the red witch. So they say that she, um, has been alluding throughout the entire series and book that he has something to do with it, that Jon Snow is actually the person that is going to take over the throne. Like, that's what they've been alluding to. And I think that that Well, we have an idea that he's Targaryen blood. So it also, in the White Wall, they burn the bodies. But if he has the blood of the dragon, so now we're he can't be burned. Now we're talking about that, because I originally, like, when I first started reading the books, whatever, I was like, Jon Snow's going to take it all. He, I, and I thought, in my head, I was like, he's going to hook up with Daenerys, they're going to get together, and they're going to rule Westeros. And then there's this whole theory... And make the best sex make, tape ever. There you go. <laughs> there you go. No, but there's this, there's this theory which I think might, ants. might end up gross. panning out. It happens. It's true. That's true. It, it, uh, it happens here. in Game yeah. of Thrones. <laughs> Have you guys heard of the R plus L equals J theory? Yeah, yeah it's kind of spelled out in the first book. There you go. So you... Tell us a little bit about it, Aaron, since you're, you're the book. All right, so the, the first here. book, I mean, the whole Game of Thrones series isn't real big on uh, flashbacks, but they make a point in the first book to go through this whole Tower of Joy scene where uh, Ned Stark and his buddies go assault this castle that's being guarded by the Kingsguard to rescue his sister, who seemingly is there by choice. His sister Lyanna. His sister yeah. Lyanna, because uh, she, uh, she shacked up with Rhaegar. There you go. So there you have it. And Ned Stark would never cheat on his wife because he's just too honorable. So and then the, so the theory goes that they had that Rhaegar and Lyanna had Jon Snow, mm-hmm. and um, after Lyanna's death, I guess he Ned, adopted him. Ned takes right. yeah, which would make Daenerys and Jon. Uh, Daenerys would be Jon Snow's right? aunt. Aunt, there you go. So it'd be really freaky so if they got I mean, together. Incest is really big in Game of Thrones. So well, yeah. when he brings Jon Snow, when he brings Jon Snow back, he tells her, "Don't ever speak of this again. Like that's it. Don't ask any questions." So I mean, I don't know. That to me is a little fishy. Like something has to be hiding there. And I think even in in season five on, on the show, there's a scene where Littlefinger's talking to Sansa in the catacombs of Winterfell when they go back. And if he alludes to, basically, he alludes to the fact that Rhaegar may have actually raped Lyanna. And that's how Jon Snow was conceived. So the fact that they threw that in the show as well, I think this theory is going to end up panning out. And that's and they're going to end up being related. And then, But the thing is, if he, if he really is dead, I feel like it wouldn't even matter anymore. So I, yeah, he's coming back. Jon Snow's definitely coming back. That's okay. Yeah. The whole series is called The Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. So you got the snow from the Starks, you got the fire from the Targaryens. And they come together, and there you go. A book series is born. I know in the book, the theory was that uh, Lady Stoneheart would be the one to maybe revive him. I don't know if, if that's... 
Nah, because nope. Lady Stoneheart's like way off in the middle of nowhere, just like getting ready to kill all the Freys and Lannister allies, and maybe even Jaime. But Oof. she's not in the series, so for, she's probably not. For those who don't know, by the way, since we brought her up, Lady Stoneheart is Caitlyn Stark re- revived, right? Reborn. Yeah, uh, Thoros of Mir. If you remember him from season three, the guy with the flaming sword. He's a chump. He dies all the freaking time, <laughs> <laughs> and he's always he's always reborn because of his faith of the one true God or Holor. And um, so he finds Lady Stark's body in the river after the Red Wedding. And he uses the, the last of his essence, his power, to revive her. And that's it for him. Thoros is gone. Oh. But since Lady Stark's been dead for so long, she is now uh, uh, evil, evil zombie bent on revenge. Because it's Game of Thrones, and <laughs> revenge Why is... Not? The, the name of the game. Well, yeah. there's another theory about, um, what is it called, what Bran can do, how he can jump into... The war. The war yes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They're saying oh, that they the haven't, that they, you know, he has his die wolf. Like, right. You he know. could go to ghosts. I think the he last one, all the he stars. could warp to a dragon. I his, mean, who knows? His last oh, words right. in the book are ghost, right? Jon Snow. That's the last thing he says. I in his believe so. I as, he's, certain, as he's like bleeding yeah. out or dying or whatever. And they're saying his eyes lighten in the last second and there's some kind of unusual shape with the blood. Ghost is a lot cooler of a last word than Ollie. Yeah. It was <laughs> yeah, it was. But. Yeah. So there's that theory, but um, yeah, no, this was a this was a crazy crazy season. A lot of other things happened this season, uh, particularly with Stannis and and his family. Stannis the Manus. St- Stannis mm-hmm. the Manus, man. We um, probably the hardest scene for me to watch in the the entire series. I mean, we we've seen the Red Wedding, which was crazy, but. Seeing him burn his daughter alive at the stake was really, really hard to watch. I don't know if you guys that had a similar awful. experience. That was mm-hmm. awful. Yeah. I yeah. feel like we've seen worse, though, in the show. How? Just, we have an attachment with her yeah. because, you know, she's nice. But and she's, a chi- she's a child. And... All those two former boys, they did die. Yeah. But yeah. We, didn't, we didn't care we didn't about them. No. Yeah. We didn't care about them. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I thought was weird about the whole um, burning the child thing is it's not in the books yet, though George R. R. Martin says it might be. Um, but after that, like, a lot of his army mutinies and joins, uh, the Boltons. It's like, this guy burned his daughter, he's crazy, let's go join the family whose thing it is, is that they, they flay people alive, they skin them, for fun. <laughs> really? What else can they do? They don't have HBO. Priorities. <laughs> Hockey? I mean... Winterfell's Canada. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the origin story of hockey. Is yeah. in the Game it, of Thrones. Was, the last we saw of uh, the last we saw of Sansa was she decided to jump off a wall. Because that really that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Arc because yeah. first and when she first came on the show, I was like, this girl's so weak. I have She's no so interest in watching her because there's no meat to her at all. And then she starts to get strong. You're getting, like, pumped up on this little finger situation. She might become, like, a master manipulator kind of thing. And then she's right back to square one. Yeah. Sansa 1.0. Like, it's just really disappointing for me. I think Sansa's... The, she's, like, the one character on the show who... Is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely not the one. No, she's... No, she's... Things just happen to her. She doesn't go out of her way to make things happen. She kind of just instead of she making things happen, take control. Yeah, she reacts to everything instead of actually exactly. taking That's control of her it, yeah. own yes. destiny. And, and Can we talk about happen. that candle? Like, th- was oh. anybody else super 
like why oh, yeah oh she she finally <laughs> she decides finally to gets like, the candle up uh-huh. there and like that's the one second that yeah. brianne like Tur- turns, turns her back and, right? and you're just like seriously can we you know but i get it i mean at the end of the can day someone win brianne did she you know she did swear her her oath to, to caitlin but her main purpose at this point is she wants to get revenge for for Renly's death so that's gonna obviously take priority. Yeah, but she could have seen the candle and then gone killed somebody, then gone, you know, it just so happens that she's the candle's gonna go out. I mean, it's Winterfell. Like Well Podrick's still around. He could he could <laughs> I think it's Maybe. one of those trick candles though that you blow it out. <laughs> and it's, and it comes, gone. Comes it's, back. A, it's a flameless candle she got from QVC, so we're good. <laughs> Just keeps the showrunners just love to try to piss you off. Yeah, that, the, the whole, that's the whole point of Game of Thrones, just to make you mad. So, look, as someone who came into the series not knowing anything about it except horrible things from, you know, reactions online, <laughs> I went in knowing that everyone I'd fall in love with character-wise would die. No, that was so upsetting because when he was watching it, he would refuse to get attached to anybody because he had this expectation that literally everyone died. Good move. I go, who's your Good favorite? Move. It goes, it doesn't matter. They're all gonna die. But it's true everyone though. That's what that the I reactions like online. I think for me, in the show, the point where that really hit me, like I should not get attached to anybody, was the second to last episode of uh, season four. I think season three, uh, the Reigns of Castle, the Red Wedding. Yeah. When everybody just. I'm like, yeah. all right. Like, but you, you know, can't he, get attached to goes, anybody anymore. The red wedding, it's it's coming, it's coming, and he thought it was going to be Joffrey, and, and see the hype, yeah. the hype came before he watched right, it, right, so right, it right. totally messed up his connectedness look, with everybody. Since it happened, I think the red wedding happened on episode nine of that season. It was the second to last episode. So I expected it to be the last episode, and I was like, this is not, now it's not going to happen right now. Horrible things happen. I, I I was so like immune to them. I was like, oh, her throat slit, okay, no, no big deal. And then the last episode, I was like, what, where's the Red Wedding? And I asked my wife, she goes, you saw the Red, saw red, red Wedding. wedding. <laughs> and I was like, ah! Oh. You know, everybody died. Yeah, exactly. Because slit. he didn't care about them, like, people that came into no, it. No, I knew they were going to die. And we were like, what? That's why. I, I knew they were going to die. I mean, what else? That's the only reason people would react the way they are online. Can we agree that... No wedding on Game of Thrones ends well whatsoever. I'm never George R. R. Martin should never get invited to a wedding because every wedding that he has, <laughs> no. his, I, his I wouldn't want him there. I'd be like, you're bad luck. It's just the purple wedding, <laughs> the red wedding. Well, poor Sansa. I mean, look at her. She gets married and she gets raped afterwards. Which I is mean, the, on no, the show, not in the books. In the show. So, but it, still. So let's talk about that then. Yeah, is it's it's been very controversial. Um, the showrunners have been getting a lot of heat for. The, the rape scene uh, on Sansa's wedding night. Um, I don't know how I feel about it, man. I, I think people are... They're going really hard on the showrunners, saying that there's a lot of sites that are boycotting the show, not reviewing the show anymore, saying that they're throwing rape in there gratuitously. Um, well, obviously, none of us are condoning rape in any way, shape, or form. Given the context of the world and, and what we know, the period that 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 show is based on like medieval times and stuff. It's a regular occurrence in the world. Like they're, they're not throwing it in there to be old rape, whatever. Like it's it's things that happen in the show, and it's how can certain characters unfortunately. But it's not isolated. I mean, the the show has a history of right. gratuitous violence, sexual violence, and sex. You know, it's not by itself. I don't know if they're handling things with care because if you put so much, it's actually desensitizing. It doesn't affect us as much and that's scary i agree yeah it's true i mean when they rolled uh jane Poole, who's a character in the novels she is the one who gets married to ramsey snow but uh 
when they rolled that part of her character into Sansa, like, I knew it was going to be inevitable. And it was going to happen, but the problem is sexual violence happens so often in this show That's that it just kind of... You get desensitized to it, like yeah. you yes. said. Yeah. Which and is scary. Which yeah. is scary. Which is scary and unnecessary. If if they took more care and they were a little bit more tactful, it it could work. But the problem with season five for me was they were just going from action to action to action and the story the character development the character arcs really got lost yeah. for me i didn't what was happening with danny she was like amazing and then this whole season she was like floundering but i didn't get attached enough to really understand what's happening with her how do you go from like the top to the bottom to be honest with danny i have not been interested in danny up until this point i whenever she comes on screen i'm just like all right here we go and i Daenerys, sorry, <laughs> it's sorry. the dragons are back but i mean Finally, thank God, Tyrion has now joined her ranks, and yes. now I find her interesting because their dynamic is really, really fun. But up until now, I could basically care less about Danny. I was let down because I wanted to see Tyrion. 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 Oh, we just got school right now. Tyrion. Lannister. I wanted to see him ride. I wanted to see him ride a dragon. You, you want him to have his story? Yeah, it's a never-ending story moment. Never-ending. That's a Napoleon complex if I've ever seen one, for sure. Well, there's that whole theory about the three-headed dragon, um, I think, where the, the the three people that are supposed to survive everything and ride off on dragons or whatever, it's uh, Daenerys, Tyrion's one of them, and I think Jon Snow is the where other Where do they one. go? I don't know. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, either way, that's what I was going to say. You're not, there's, it's pretty like crowded. The right. they, fly to, they fly to New York... And they get revenge on the bullies. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the it's the, the dragon has to be had hysteria because apparently they all had mothers who died during childbirth, and a dragon must be born of blood. So people are saying that they're they're gonna be the last three survivors. So it's gonna be like Lord of the Rings ending, where it's like, get on this boat. Where are we going? I don't know. And then they're gonna ride off and finally take King's Landing. That's with what it is. the three dragons. So yeah. we will see if if that happens. So season five, the show compared to. to to a dance of dragons or a dance with dragons? Dance of uh, season five is kind of like a dance with dragons and a feast for crows for all rolled merged into together. one. Because it's done more chronologically. Like the book's like, Feast of Crows, like, we're going to follow these characters. Dance of Dragons is, we're going to follow these other characters. And they go on concurrently. Oh, okay. So they're happening at the same time. Yeah. Just the, the different. In the series is actually kind of better because it's all happening chronologically. Well, that was my next question. So, as somebody who's read the books and watched this series, do you agree with the direction that and the the creative choice that the series has taken to kind of omit a lot of things from the book and even include things that may happen in the next book? Um, I can see why they do a lot of the changes, like they abridge a lot of plot lines. Like for Tyrion, it's like he gets kidnapped, he joins some traveling circus, he joins like a mercenary company, and he still hasn't met Daenerys. And then the TV show is just like, "Sup, I'm a midget. <laughs> How you doing?" Um, so, that's cool. I like when they bridge some stuff, because there's a lot of characters are just, like, total red herrings. Like, there's some Dornish guy who thinks he's a Targaryen, and he goes all the way over to freaking Daenerys' house and tries to ride her dragon and gets burnt. That, like, <laughs> there's a lot of dead ends. So, I'm glad they got rid of that. But I think some of the changes in Season 5 are just, like, the writers being lazy. It's like, we can, we can only afford so many characters, so... We need to resolve plot lines super quick. Like, Stannis, you're done. We can't afford to pay you anymore. <laughs> take a hike. All right, take it's a hike. It's the nicest way to fire someone is by killing them all. Yeah. But. 
Well, they didn't show the battle scene. They like cut into going and then cut into everybody. Because they ran out of money. We can't afford that. They ran out of costumes. We talked about this a lot. It happened in the one where where Tyrion was at war, where he was like in the battlefield, and they showed like all the legs of everybody, and he's like, "Oh, we're gonna ride off this war!" All of a sudden, it's all done. You see, just see everybody dead on the the battleground. I'll be honest. If someone, if I was gonna film that. That's how I would do yeah. it. I don't have any, like, I can't afford to pay anyone. No, yeah, it, I mean, it is, the and it is, like, the one of the most expensive uh, shows ever. But I think, yeah. the interesting thing about Game of Thrones now, I don't think it's ever happened in, like, the history of TV, where you're actually having, you're having a show based on a, on a, on a book, on a property, that's actually spoiling the books, and it's it's partially due to George R. R. Martin, who takes forever. Yeah. Right. Yeah, to, I mean, the first Game of Thrones came out, like, 1995? Yeah, I was, like, I have a quote from the executive producer where he says, Luckily, we've been talking about this with George for a long time, and we know where things are heading, so we'll eventually meet up at a pretty much the same place where George is going. There might be a few deviations along the route, but we're heading towards the same destination. So the show is projected, they're saying seven or eight seasons. Right. This is like the most... That's like the the rarest situation you come up They're with. They're gonna finish. How many books, books are left? Two. Uh, there should be two more books. If he doesn't die before. If he, he doesn't die. If he doesn't die but before. He... I think this is really funny because this is where like the world of anime and manga combined with the world of popular television. Because in Japan you have these comic books that go on for a billion issues. Yeah. But they have the animes and those are just workhorses. Right. So it's like they have all these like filler arcs. So I'm thinking in Game of Thrones, I might have to have an arc where it's like, oh, this is the beach episode. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so exactly. Go yeah. meet up, go to the beach. Filler. Or yeah. uh, Ramsey Bolton gets his driver's license. You know, <laughs> crap like that. So you're saying we could get, we could get a musical episode. You can have a musical episode. Did you guys see the the Red Nose Day musical? Coldplay creating a, a musical based on Game of Thrones? No, but that oh, link yeah, will be in the great. description. Yeah, yeah, it's really really funny. It's basically Coldplay. Uh, taking like all of like, the show and turning it into a musical and trying to get like all of the, the actors hilarious. and stuff involved and That's stuff and oh yes I did see they that. have a song that called a big thing, they yeah. have a song called Rastafari Rastafarian Targaryen whatever like it's really bizarre and really crazy yeah there's and, like, there's a bunch of, of funny funny like the, actually if you look at it it's it's the video is actually funny in itself because it's not just the music but the interactions between the characters like oh there's yeah a chicken yeah. nugget scene there <laughs> with with Sam oh let's talk about Sam okay. So Sam, Sam finally became a man. Uh, Sam the Slayer. Sam the Slayer. Yeah, man, he finally, you know, he lost his, his V-card with uh, the Walding. Valentine's card. Yeah. He lost it. So um, Sam is not around to see his best friend, his only friend probably in the whole world, die. How do you guys think Sam will react? Do you think, A, he'll find out soon because he's, le- he's gone, or how do you think he'll react to it? Like, what do you think he'll do? He'll probably be like, oh no! <laughs> where is where is Sam in the books right now? Uh, Sam is in Old Town. He's getting his college degree. There you Come go. Come on, Meister. I knew it! He's uh-huh. in massive debt from student loans. <laughs> <laughs> His, his neck beard is growing strong, and I applaud the show creators for adding a, a very carefully joke to the episode. I thought that was a good how do you for think a neck beard like How do you think he'll react <laughs> to... Oh, he's going to ball his eyes out. Yeah? But, yeah, you know, Jon Snow's not going to... He's not going to die. He'll, he'll be back. He'll be back? And it's like, oh, how's your, how's your summer? It's like, oh... I died. I died, but, but I, I got better. But I came back. I was going to say, I worked into be. my dog. You know what? He should bring back his redheaded girlfriend too if he comes back. He was really <laughs> sad when when she. That's died. the part that hit me the most. I was like, no, I never, you I was know never nothing, John Snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like Ollie is a bully. It's like I'm gonna kill your girlfriend and I'm gonna kill you. That's the closest like um, relationship that I got attached to 
in that show. Just because I, it was that back and forth, I hate you, I hate you, but they loved each other. I was like, <laughs> no, you don't! Yo, I know this is going to sound really messed up, but I really want, what's his name, Ali? Ali, I yes. really want him to die like a really terrible death. I don't know about terrible. Like a really, like a really bad one. But I wanted why? to make a bad decision I, and I die. Under, I understand he, that whatever, they killed your family and stuff, but like, come on. Like, I don't know. Hey man, he's, he's a kid. I get where he's coming from, though. Like, he keeps making all these decisions based on emotions. And even after having that conversation with Sam, where he's like, sometimes you have to do, you have to give up on something that you want for the betterment of, like, other people. And it's not, he it's thinks not, yeah. that's what he's doing. Yeah. But the truth is that he's not. He's going by this, this like, emotional attachment to his family, which is obviously normal. But at the same time, like... If you know uh, an eye for the for an eye makes the whole world blind. Like you can't keep killing everybody off just because you're pissed off, and that's the whole point of the show. I love how the show is all about choices, and I think it's interesting in order to simplify the plot in this season that they had you know John as a traitor and then they killed him. It's pretty simple because of the wildlings. But in the book, he actually does betray his vows to the Night's Watch by trying to send scouts out to save Sansa. Is that right? Uh, what happens is, well, Sansa's, like, still in Eerie. She's, like, getting her little finger deceptive dis training or whatever. So, um, Stannis is sieging Winterfell. Uh, there's a blizzard, so it's, they can't really move at all. They're entrenched in their position. So, he needs help. And, uh, Stannis, in the books, is a much more rational character than in the TV show. Like, in the books, he doesn't really believe in the, the religion at all. Is he more likable in the books? Oh, much more likable. Okay. Yeah, he just sees the religion as a means to an end. Okay. So like, he's, he's using... He's yeah, using, he's using Melisandre in the... He doesn't actually believe in it and stuff. So he's like, I need help. He sends some ravens to the wall to be like, Hey, Jon Snow, send some of your boys out. we got to get a running crew going. Right. Exact quote. Exact <laughs> quote. And Jon Snow's like, Well, i got to help him because I really hate that Ramsey Snow guy. So he's like, I'm going to go, I don't care what you guys are going to do at the wall, because I'm going to go help take my freaking home back. And they're like, whoa, we can't let you do that. Stab, stab. <laughs> and it's a lot more intense in the books, because uh, the big giant guy is there, and he's seeing his friend get stabbed. He's like, no! So he grabs, like, knights together and smashes them like toys, just to try to get to him in time, but it's too late, and he dies. See, that would be great. That sounds way better than yeah, the way, the way he died. I was like, that's a little lame. It was they a ran out of money. <laughs> that's it's it like, was. There was a cross, and they had a sharpie and put Traitor on it, and then surprise! <laughs> your watch is ended, your watch is ended, your watch is ended. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And then the kid in the end, at least, there, you know, he didn't slice his throat. I thought he, which I thought he, I was like, if he slices his throat, he's never coming, Johnson's never like, coming I'm back. Done. There's two more things I, I really want to talk about. Um, The first one is, uh, Cersei's Walk of Shame, in the, Shame. the last episode. Then we should actually, after we talk about that, we have to get into the CG of the show. Right, because she was, she was a body double. Yeah, so let's she get was, into that. She was pregnant. What do you guys think of that scene? That was great. <laughs> I, I thought <laughs> it was the best scene of the episode. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty powerful. You know what it really reminded me of was, you know, like, I felt like I was watching Jesus walking with the cross. That's what they yeah. wanted to go that's, for. That's, that's, that's what that's they wanted to go exactly for. exactly what it felt like. Yeah. The, the reason why the scene is so effective is because it's Cersei Lannister, who everyone hates, even though she's just playing the game. Yeah. She's just playing that throne <laughs> game. Playing that throne <laughs> game. That throne game. But everyone hates her for whatever reason. But this scene allows you to actually, like, empathize with her. So when she's done, she's like, I want to kill all these sparrows. I want to kill all and, these religious and you're, freaks. You're kind of like, yeah. 
I'm kind of with you on that one. Like, I want them to... No, not you? No? Nope. Right. I, I agree. Really? You want them all gone? I... I you know what? Like, she... I, I'm not saying that the shaming was correct. I'm just saying, like, here's this person who literally does not care about anybody but her children. I mean, you know she cares about Jamie, but you, even then, you, uh, you know, she'll choose whatever she wants. What do you mean? Like, she's like, all she cares about is protecting her children. Like, that's her That's her main purpose. Yeah, but it's because she wants the power and she wants to control. Like, she has a control issue. Let's get that. Like, that's what it is, control it's issue. power. But yeah. what else is there in that world besides, you know, your children? Her husband wasn't loyal to her. Yeah, what? There's no. Well, peace. I mean, she wasn't loyal. If to she doesn't either. play the game, she dies. She's you know? a she's a big fierce mama cat. She's got to protect her kids. All I know is that she was a huge bee. You can True. You, you can fill in that that letter with whatever word you want. Remember, this oh, is sure. for kids, kids <laughs> podcast. But we're gonna talk about rape, and child murder. <laughs> but I just saw as I, this is her breaking down. Like this is that's that scene where she breaks down because even when she was in the cell and they kept coming up to her to confess, she she like it took her like how many times? Like three, four. Or more, I don't know. And I was like, this is finally. I wanted to see her break down because she's so high and mighty throughout the entire series. My whole thing is I don't think she was, I don't think it was sincere. Well, I, I think, think it was sincere on the down. walk. The walk is, I think, what felt sincere to me. Do you guys think it was sincere or you think it was an all-on act? It's a, it's a means to an end, but yeah. you still, she's still ashamed. She totally yeah. captured those emotions. The reason why that scene is the best scene is because the character arc and the character development are all there to make that scene as powerful as it is. It's still graphic, but it has a purpose because it's taking her to a place that's a little bit outside of our boundaries. Yeah. You hated her, but for a moment you you empathize with, with her cause. I think that um, her son, um, what's his name now? Tom. 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 No, uh, Joffrey. 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 Um, I think he definitely takes a lot of, like, uh, his personality is a lot more like hers, just to, like, a, a higher degree. Because there's a point where um, I think Tyrion's in jail, and you hear the conversation where she's, as a child, looking into this bassinet and staring at him and like calling him names and getting like children to come stare at him and i think it was um um the guy who got his eyes gouged out oh Oberyn. Oberyn's having the conversation with him and be like yes your sister brought me over to your thing and you know and i was like this isn't a monster and i was just uh, like she's just always been that way since yeah. she was a child like there's no it was it was Tyrion. it wasn't it wasn't joffrey i think the no, I'm saying that Joffrey takes after her. Oh, like, it just goes to show, like, her personality is... is, yeah. is She's evil. Yeah. He has She's a personality a mixed person. with psychosis. For yeah. sure. Evil! Yeah. He, has, he has other issues. But it just goes to show that she's always been... A B. Yeah. A B. A B word. Yes. Well, this is the I, TV I think a world. a C word. Can we, you know... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a, little, a B with a little C. <laughs> <laughs> this is the TV world. You're not allowed to have nuanced characters. You just have your good guys. You have your bad guys. In the books, a little different. They're a little more 3D, a little more, more three-dimensional. A little, yeah. little more depth. I think that's what they're giving to her. She's probably the only one that, for me, has that, that depth. She's neither good nor bad. She she's is, just existing. She's one world. of my favorite characters in the show, because even though you hate her, she's one of those characters you love to hate. Of course. So, like, this is interesting. As someone who went into the show the way I told you before, knowing, oh, all the ones we like are going to die. I saw her and I was like, I really don't like her at all. She's I was like, she's going to live until yep. the end of this yep. thing. <laughs> yep. like, Absolutely. She's going to win the Game of Thrones. Oh my God. So everybody would just be so mad. I'd be mad if at Sansa. 
one. Yeah. Like, that would be, for me, like, I told him, I was like, watch Sansa's gonna win. It's just because everybody's gonna die. And she's just gonna be alive because she just didn't know what was going on. Walking, picking up the she's just gonna sit down and be like, I guess I'm it. Why <laughs> does everyone hate on Sansa? I don't get it. She's the most realistic depiction of a teenager. Yeah, she like, is. She, she doesn't is. know what's going on. Her dad just got murdered. People are trying to kill her all the time. And she even went through a goth phase. Those costumes were awesome. I loved them. Speaking of teenager, when he was watching it, I prefaced to him that, you know, Jon Snow and Rob Stark were all really, really young in the book. Like 13, 12. So when I told him that, he it really clued him into the conversations because Rob looks like a man. Yeah. But he's talking and they're treating him like a boy. And he was, you know, it was really interesting to, to think about it that way. Yeah. And obviously they have to be older in the show because you have like 13 year olds having exactly. sex in the books and that. But exactly. <laughs> that but you know what it's also, it, sex sells. Yeah. And that's, that's the truth. I mean, Jon Snow is super good looking, you know, I mean, and you have Cersei's beautiful and which goes to the whole shame thing when they cut her hair. By the way, that was... That's crazy. Somebody who's been, like, running away in a prison and walking, she looked really good for having <laughs> for having been, like... She had a model body going. You know, she yeah. had, well, which it wasn't her body. Which wasn't... <laughs> exactly. She, what, what, she do you think, what do you think of the CGI, Sergio? So, the CGI looked horrible. It's not, it didn't look horrible, but you could tell. No, no, it was just horrible. Yeah, you could tell the face was superimposed. And that's horrible. <laughs> if you can tell, it's horrible. That's how it works. I don't think that you're... That you're Average viewer is gonna notice or even care about it. I don't. I well, the thing is, it's HD. So in HD, I saw it like you know, I was closer to the screen, of course. And the first thing I saw was a face that had no forehead or chin area, like empty space, because of the way it was it was put together. So I, I I instantly could tell, and it throw it throws me off completely. But then again, I'm into that. Kind what of bothered stuff. me the most wasn't even the CGI, the superposed face. It was how obvious it was that she was wearing a wig. I kind of wish she would have just cut off her hair. Yeah. And, that would have been an amazing super, thing. I mean, I could even, you could even, because it's actually, you could even kind of see like the lines in the back of the mm-hmm. ball cap and stuff. I was just like, just cut your hair, man. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to play, to the role. You're yeah. going to play Cersei for at least another season. Like, yeah. cut your hair off. Like, of course. Or will she? I mean, she's going to at least be in the next couple of episodes. No, she's going to die. She's not, she's not dying. She's I never dying. she's not. I know she's going to be in the latest she, book and to she's be like, got, uh, Freaking Frankenstein on her team now. Uh, How can she die? That's right. The, the mountain. When he yeah. carried her off, I was just like, oh, so many deaths are coming. It's yeah, just, it's, it's there's be, no, there's no. It's going to be brutal. Yeah. And then one thing I didn't want to talk about is the White Walkers. The Walking Dead episode. That's what I wanted, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to bring up. Yeah. <laughs> now, I am just, just like, I love action movies. Just blunt, like, just give me action movies. So as someone who came into this, I was like, a lot of talk, there's a lot of talk, a lot of deaths, a lot of this. I was like, okay, where are the White Walkers? Because I only saw one in the first season, right? I think it was just one, pretty Mm -hmm. much. And I've been waiting for them the whole time, we've and this them, is we've what seen I them, We've seen them scattered throughout. This right. is, I think, like the seasons. highlight for me, yeah. outside of the deaths and the, you know, the big things that the, happened. The thing with this scene, this scene was talked about in the books and never actually happened. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, do you hear about what happened to Hard Home? Really sucks. So nobody, <laughs> nobody really knew it was coming on the show, I think, and that's why it was like, like, it's like, holy crap, this is, like, and it happens out of nowhere, like, holy crap, this is happening, and then it just goes... Crazy, and I was like, you know, how do you top that episode from last season where they're, they're defending the wall from the wildlings? And they told, I mean, this episode, that part of the episode was just easily it. best episode of the season for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, and it broke the internet because all you saw on on social media. By the way, um, and so I, I watched the last part sped up because you know when they're in the boats and just watching, 
and then he lifts his hands up. It is the slowest his, scene on Earth. It's about like seven <laughs> minutes. I sped it up so he does it really fast. And I was like, that's great. That's, the whole, that? that's the whole thing, too. If Jon Snow doesn't come back, I feel like that scene is like irrelevant. Exactly. Because it's such a strong moment where they're just like looking at each other and like, it's just like... It was flirtatious a little bit and weird. Yeah. Like, look, look what you're doing to me. I'm getting... I'm getting a rise. Exactly. Uh, the, only, my, the only thing I could think of during that scene was if they kill this huge giant and he gets resurrected as a zombie. <laughs> that's not Everybody right. is effed, man. So I was just like, do not let the, the, the giant die because they're, they're... I made a mistake. I fell in love with a character that I knew from the moment I saw her was going to die. The mother? The, yes. Pitch, yeah. per, Pitch Perfect 2. Pitch Perfect 2. She's, she's uh, great. She's the villain in Pitch she's, Perfect 2. Yeah, she's what? the German. The, she's the, the German... The, uh, the head of uh, yeah. the other... Is she the one that turns into zombies? Yes. The one, oh, the one, the one that they, they show, yeah, 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 that they pan into. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I knew it from the moment that they were talking inside the thing and they gave her speaking lines. I was like, she's gone. Oh, she, oh, she, she has loves, kids? She loves her kids. <laughs> gone. Oh, she's gonna, she's gonna sacrifice. Done. And then how does she die? By the, by the, by children. Children kill her. Like little white walker children just like eat her to death. And yeah. I'm just like. Yeah, yeah, Game of Thrones is really like going for the heart strength. She had the uh, the Avengers to uh, uh, Black Widow weakness. The kids, the yeah. kids, because she's a woman, and that's yeah. all women are good for, apparently, in oh. the world of fantasy. <laughs> she couldn't kill them, so they just ate her. That was terrible. John, John had a really badass moment in that in that scene where with he he can't get to the the the, the, the glass, and he just grabs his Valyrian steel sword and. Kills the White Walker. He's like, "Holy crap! I just well, yeah. killed." I, I was. Does that happen in the books? Like that scene's on the book. No, no. But I'm saying the interaction with like the sword and how it like just shatters. No, I think it's like um, other metals or whatever it is. Yeah, White Walkers or the others as they're called, their blades can just shatter steel. Easy, but Valerian steel is uh, if, is the bomb. Yeah. So. How about wood? It's Wood. dragon steel. It's all back to the fire. Wooden swords, guys. Solved your issue. Link had it solved. <laughs> what a sobering moment! The slow pan when they they go away and and you think about every person the White Walkers kill is a convert for their army. How do you defeat an army that cannot die? Well, simple water. Every, yeah. every, <laughs> I would be like, ha ha ha. Like, you know, every out. loss is a win for them. The White Walkers are going to recruit Cersei. Cersei's going to lead the White Walkers, <laughs> and then they're just going to take over Westeros. I was going to say, just let it that's, happen. That's, that's just let it happen. happen. I have some experience fighting undead armies okay. in Warcraft 3. Uh, the, the undead faction, they could raise skeletons of the dead. That's yes. right. So, what you do is um, you attack them with. Uh, Griffins, I believe. Right, true. Griffins, true. yes. Air advantage. Air advantage, because they can't attack the air. Just makes right. well, floating it's, cities. It's, it's once again fire and ice. It's going to be the dragons. It's going to be the fire that defeat them. But wow. I mean, so, it's going to be an amazing battle. That's That was the best scene. I think the action there was like what I was waiting for after seeing so much like talk. Yeah, and talk. I mean... When Jon Snow comes back, he's going to be reborn in fire. He's going to have that Daenerys moment from season one where she goes into the fire, walks out, whatever. Yeah. And that, that I, I'm thinking that it won't be the last battle of this, of the, the of Game of Thrones, but it's going to be towards the end, and it's going to be epic. Yeah, he's going to have his Terminator 2 moment. He's going to walk out of the fire. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, and uh, I just hope that they don't actually show it, and then we're just like, oh, there's going to be a battle. Boom, cut. Battle's yeah. over. I actually we, feel it's going to go in a different direction. Yeah. Everybody's assuming that you know he's going to come back alive normal but i feel that the like the interaction with the night king and Jon snow 
either the Night King is going to bring him back as like a White Walker, and he's going to lead his I've, army. I've heard that too. That'd be boom. that'd be a crazy twist. That would be awesome too. Also, yeah. I know that from what I know of, of of the books, when Caitlyn Stark gets resurrected as Lady Stoneheart. Her personality totally changes, right? Mm-hmm. She comes back as like a different person. Almost, like, they they say on the internet, and I use that lightly because you know things can change. But it's a theory that if he goes into um, ghost, his his soul goes in there, and he will be able to stay the same when he gets resurrected back into the body. That that's that that would be their loophole. Would be ghost. Okay. What do you guys think? You guys think he's gonna come back totally messed up, and or um, if he comes back. I don't think he they might. Should I think that would be a good twist. Yeah. Like yeah, he should come back hideous looking, and then bring back his redheaded girlfriend, mm-hmm. hideous <laughs> looking what, as what well. You're obsessed with Egret. He's Egret. Listen, they should have be been ugly. together. You have to watch. You have to watch Downton Abbey. She's in Downton Abbey. I can't. If you want more, my wife showed that the names, characters, they all jumble up until the very end. Egret. Is there like the zombies in that one? Not yet. Then I don't want. There is Hogwarts though. Yeah. Basically, they go to Hogwarts. Basically, they should have put some Hogwarts elements into Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I would watch a little more. Yeah, it totally makes sense. <laughs> well, because you know what happens near the end of the series. Well, I mean, at least from the five seasons. Have you been to the future? <laughs> well, a little bit. <laughs> but um, they start getting more into magical elements of that they're, fantasy. They're bringing the fa- they're bringing the fantasy elements into. And that's what got me like, whoa! I actually like this. I want to see where it goes. You actually clued into a, a really important plot point in the books. Harry Potter. Well, magic becoming more of a thing. Oh, okay, good. Because um, it is actually becoming a lot more powerful in the world, and people don't know why. Like, uh, Melisandre is just like, oh, I was just conning people, and now my magic's actually working. This is great. I don't know why it's working, but I'm going to go with this. This is cool. Also, she's just, she's just going with it. She's like, oh, it's working all of a sudden. Yeah, there's, like, one really good Melisandre chapter in, like, one of the last books, and she's like, I was a prostitute, and then I got into this kooky religion... And I started doing stuff, it didn't work, but whatever, it was fun. I went with it. And now it actually is working, and I don't know why it's working, but works for me. I'm going to ride this out. So listen, so. we don't have a lot of time left, but I didn't want to talk about that other CG scene. The, where the dragon? With the multiple faces. Oh. Oh, that was, that was and, cool. and Arya? Yeah. Um, I was going to say, like, how many damn faces are on that thing? And why do they come off like butter? Because it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you seen The Prisoner? No. Oh. Great British 70s TV show. But That's what happens? Yeah, this guy's like, who am I? And he takes off his mask. Oh, no. And then, no. Then no. a broom? No. Then a horse? Yeah, then a it broom. It felt very Scooby-Doo to me. <laughs> yeah, that it felt a little... I do like, going to that scene, I do like that they're, they're just going to tear Arya down and break her before she becomes... That this. was a training scene. Yeah. That was an she's, she's she has all the training she has to go. Th- she has to go through humiliation. She has to go through all that stuff, and then she's going to come out, and she's going to be this huge... Badass. I think she's the one that people are sort of underestimating. She's my favorite character. Yeah, she's awesome. She though. is awesome. You don't like her? No. Ali? Nope. Why not? I, I, again, it's the whole thing about needing revenge and being driven only by that and being blinded by it. And I think that's a big character downfall. But she's, she was like nine when she saw her dad die. And like, it's just a reaction. And Ollie was a kid and so are all these other people. And, you know, it just... You gotta let some things go. Drink a mimosa and let it go. <laughs> if Arya dies, I'll stop watching or reading. Well, some people. That's another thing too. A lot of people are saying that they're done with Game of Thrones. Because of Jon Snow. That's the first thing she says. She's like, I'm done. That's a big done. thing that's like, going around. Come back? People are like, that's it. You. I don't. Hurt I don't me. believe them. You hurt me. I don't, and they're I'm just. Done. They're just. 
I just didn't think it was done right. Like, it just didn't feel like his time to... It felt last second, too. He doesn't know about his mother. He doesn't know about anything. But that's why why it's so powerful, because it's like, damn it. But it's like, no character gets any... that's how you know he's going to come back. There's too many many unresolved. But it's like, when have you had a character, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, what character has gotten anywhere near, like, their their reason to live at this point like nothing good happens to anybody and then George R. Martin's like well life isn't always you know great but Uh, man I'm sorry I don't I mean times are tough sometimes but my whole life is not it's not always a crappy situation like there are good moments and it's like they're very far apart in this if I may interject maybe just looking at this at the wrong angle for like someone like Jon Snow life is terrible but you look at Ramsay Snow Life is peaches and cream. You're just some mm, smelly bastard, son. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I'm going to trick this other guy and turn him into a smelly guy. Weak. And then my dad is actually going to acknowledge me and give me a castle. And I get to hunt people. Life is great. So good things happen to bad people. Good that, things that, happen to bad that's people. That's what Game of Thrones is. Because it shocks you. Yeah. It's the opposite. It's like a, it's a vice versa world. Mm. Oh, also, going back to Arya. Did anybody remember who Sir Marin Trant was, the guy that he, she killed in that last episode. I, I the first time I was like, I, can't, I know he did something, but I, I mean, I he's the guy that killed her uh, her fencing teacher. Yeah, exactly. Like, it took yeah. me a while to remember. It, it's I, like, oh, that's the guy. Me too. It took me a while. I had to go to the internet and like, hey, <laughs> boom. Yeah. But I thought it was funny because like the showrunners realized that so they're like, oh, we got to turn this guy into the ultimate pedophile so he has a reason to die, to die. aside from killing. Yeah. They're really building him up. So you're yeah. like, I hate him. I Kill him. him. And then they make him king. <laughs> you know, like... Uh, <laughs> no, but he, game he, he died so good, too. He died really... She really got... She really... I mean, she went off on but him. But she kind of got screwed for it. But it's going to make her a better Because she does assassin. go... She does go blind. But yeah, but it's it's you have to break her down before you before she gets to the point where she is no one, as they say in the book. It, it's just a hazing ritual. Yeah. It's part of her sorority, frat, whatever. So we're running out of time, obviously, and uh, we've basically covered almost everything. Um, anything else anybody wants to add? So one more thing that I'm thinking of. George Martin uh, is totally distracted from writing these books because right now he's releasing he's working on making a new HBO series have you heard about that? I have not it's a musical yes it just got exclusively released that he is developing a new series at HBO called Captain Cosmos the pitch is at the dawn of the age of TV in 1949 a visionary young writer creates a science fiction series that tells stories no one else will dare to tell the pilot is being developed by uh, Michael Kazet of Z Nation. I mean, I can see now I understand why people are enraged that he hasn't finished his books and why he responds on Twitter to all those people in the most hilarious way. At least, which, which, which Kate brought up earlier, at least he did tell the showrunners how the series is supposed yeah. to end and everything. So I feel so. like in a sense what's going to happen is that the books are going to be shaped because of where he's helping them shape the the show, if that makes sense, you know? So I think that's something that is interesting because that's never happened in the history of, like, at least, you know, of shows mixed in with books like that. So it is a really interesting take on, you know, that that sort of challenge that he's facing at the moment. Yeah, and that's the perfect way to end this. Uh, what do you guys want to see from the next season of the show? What do you guys More White Walkers, those? like, in every episode. <laughs> Uh, I want to see my boy, Victorian Greyjoy, who's yeah. in the books, who's a Viking extraordinaire. I want to see him chop some people in half with an axe. I want to see Arya kill some more people. 
scratch some names off our list. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. I want to know what happens to the kid that I've been asking you about for like the entire like last two seasons. The kid from Skins, who like disappears. Oh, what happened, what, what happened to Robert's son? Gendry. Yeah, Gendry. Did he just disappear? Just kind of. Yeah. yeah, he disappeared. What yeah, happened? I want to know where was he, he is. The one that, like, no, he's the blacksmith. The blacksmith oh, that yeah. it was. It was oh yeah, Robert's yeah. Blacksmith. He's just kind of like that. I've been wondering where he is, and like at, at one point I thought I confused him with another character because they all look alike, and then I, you know, and I asked him, I was like, "Where is he?" And he's like, "I don't know." And if I'm anybody's like, a rifle heir right now, I mean, it's, it's him. Yeah. I mean, did Melisandre kill him, or did she just get like? Oh, that's right, because there was two where they. She, they the leeches and stuff? Did he die? We never saw him die. No, remember they so captured him and they... I don't even remember that. They took his blood for that ri- for the yeah. ritual or whatever. But leeches? I mean, how much leeches they, they, were on there? They, they needed the royal blood for to perform whatever magic it is that she performed. So So he might be dead, too? Oh, no. I want to see more character development. I was really disappointed. Out of everybody? Or? It's because there's too many. I want to see... You know what I want to see? I want to see Sansa stand up for herself and do something. Right, listen, you had yes, two exactly. things you want to see, all right? Sean see. hasn't gone. Sean. 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 Sean gets three. Yeah. I want to see Bran with, like, magical powers, like, floating and just, like... <laughs> I do. I want to see that, too. I want to see just over-the-top, like, great. fantasy elements. Bring in some never-ending story. I think it's coming. So Super we're... Sam. All crazy, and I think it's so, gonna be season six when Sansa gets her groove back. Sansa gets her groove back. <laughs> I do want to see a musical based on Game of Thrones. You gotta watch that skit. I, I am because of that. So we'll put that in the link in the description there you go. as well. So thank you everyone for being in this rectangle table that we had today. And that's our Game of Thrones segment. <laughs> Now, if you want to interact with us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Facebook and Google+. So check out the show description for those details as well. And finally, if you want to support the podcast and help us out, the best way is to subscribe and share. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or just manually by adding us to your favorite podcatcher through our RSS feed. To your friends, family, enemies, personal robotic butlers, anyone you can think of, we'd really, really appreciate it. We really would.